Welcome to Spiritual Business Saturdays, a segment of the Science and Spirituality podcast where you'll learn how to start and or grow a business that aligns with your soul and makes a massive impact in the world. Let's get started. Hey, it's Kevin. And in this inaugural episode of the Spiritual Business Saturdays segment, I wanted to start off with defining what is spiritual business, because I recently last week asked a question on my Instagram, what questions y'all would want me to answer in this segment. And one of the questions came in, what is spiritual business? Like, what do you mean by that? And so I think that's a fantastic place to start. So I'll share with you what spiritual business means to me, as well as how I've built my business in a way that honors my spirit, as well as the source of all things. You can call it God the universe, spirit, uh, the infinite intelligence, whatever label you want to use uh, as the higher power and how we can connect with that in business. So I was kind of actually alluding to what my definition of spiritual business is right there, which is that there is a connection with the infinite, with the source of all things in the business that you are running. So spiritual business can be in any industry. You could be doing any type of business and have it be spiritual as long as you're connected with your own soul, your authentic self, your higher self, whatever label you want to use. Again, there's this essence that is within all of us that is connected with the, the divine, the, the oneness of all, the God, source, spirit. And so that's my basic definition of it is that we are connected with that source of our being while we are operating in business. And while that might seem like a given in certain industries, like I'm thinking of uh, healing work like Reiki or acupuncture, or uh, for me, like I'm, I'm in the coaching industry, like it might seem like it's a given that you're connected with your authentic self, but it's not. And I don't believe that many people talk about this or we're given training on this to connect with ourselves and our authentic self as we run a business. It's so often focused on strategy on like, what's your marketing? What's your demographic? Like, who's your ideal client? Like, how are you going to enroll clients or how are you going to sell your product? Like, it's so left-brained and it's so in our humanness, our human experience is, is how businesses usually run. And I, I did that for several years. Like, I started my first business in 2013. It was a network marketing business. And so I was like an independent business owner. Um, some people call the, that industry a pyramid scheme, but depending on the, the company you're working with, it's not. Um, it's a valid business structure. Uh, but many people have that false or uh, what's the word for it? Limited belief around that industry. But anyway, that's where I got started. And I believe I, I grew a lot uh, by means of facing that criticism in that industry. But I got started in network marketing and it was, uh, I was selling an, a healthy energy drink and I was lit up about it. I resonated with it because it gave me an opportunity to start a business when I was, I think I was 18 or 19. And so it, it sparked that entrepreneurial spirit within me. However, I was young and also unaware of who I really am as a spiritual being. And so therefore I wasn't connected. And so therefore I also was running my business a lot from my own mind of what I think would work or what would convince people or what would get people on my team or sell this product. And it honestly fell flat. And for years I struggled and failed in that. Um, thankfully that wasn't my source of income. 
And so uh, it wasn't like I was out on the street because I was failing in that business, but it did, it did pain me to be in that space where I felt like there was something there for me as in a business, a way to serve people, but I wasn't coming from that energy because I wasn't connected with my authentic self, who I really am. And so again, that's what spiritual business means to me. That's an example of the opposite, at least, of how most people run a business. And actually, I was thinking about this as I was wanting to answer this question. And I think a great quintessential example of business that is not spiritual is the Lorax. Yes, you heard me right. Dr. Seuss's The Lorax, where the business owner of the, uh, it's called the One Slayer. I looked this up because it's been years since I've seen or uh, read that story. And um, it's the one who's causing that environmental destruction. It's like cutting down the trees. And the Lorax, who speaks for the trees, is, I believe, connected with his authentic self and trying to stop that business from continuing because it was causing destruction. And so that business, where they were cutting down trees and not honoring the environment, not doing it in an, a sustainable way, is, I mean, there was complete disconnection from the spirit because the spirit is one. There's one life, one power, one presence in this universe. And we each are an individualization of the infinite. And so what's good for all would be good for us and vice versa is like one for all and all for one, right? That uh, also that common phrase that should be the same thing in business is that if it's good for us and our business, it should be good for others as well. And that is where we are connected in our oneness with spirit. But if not, then it can cause destruction again. And even if it's not environmental destruction, because there are certain businesses that are doing that to this day and are just completely disconnected from the oneness of all. But even if you're in a business, say like, again, just an example for me in, in the coaching industry, it's not like I'm causing environmental destruction just by coaching, but it could cause destruction in my clients' lives or the people that are connected with me on social media, my audience, or even on this podcast, if I'm not connected with my spirit as I'm sharing messages. And also say, no one's perfect at this, so you don't have to be perfect, but it's the endeavoring to come from that space of oneness, of love, of connection with your own authentic self and bringing that forth into everything that you do. And so... That's what spiritual business means to me. And that's ultimately why I started my coaching business. So another quick story, because uh, I, I was in network, mar network marketing, that business for about three or four years. And then I got in the coaching industry. I was working for a life coaching company. I was a content developer and I loved that job. I was working for a multi-million dollar life coaching company. I did that work for about three years until I, I started to feel this calling and then this desire, this, this soul calling or longing to serve people in a more direct way. And I really believe, this is really what I believe, that each and every one of us has a certain calling within to serve others, to support others, to help others. That's the human nature. Not everyone it would be called to start a business, which is why I'm making this a segment of the Science and Spirituality podcast, not a, not a, a part of the whole, uh, or not the whole, but is a part of the whole of this podcast and what we share. But so this would resonate with some people. And so for me, I resonated with starting a business because I felt that calling, that knowing that I was meant for more, to make a greater impact in people's lives. And I really believe that that's what we are here for. Our soul 
has incarnated in this human experience to help others, to help others evolve, to help others grow, to help others have a different experience in life that is better than what they had before. And that's what really business is about, is helping the world become a better place. Or at least that's what spiritual business is about, because some businesses are just out there to make a profit and money. And so with that said, I think I'll end that this episode here just to make this short, sweet, and succinct. And I'll ask one more time as I'm closing out this episode to, uh, if you have any ideas, any topics, any questions, any struggles that you're facing in your business, whether you're having, you haven't even started your business yet, or you're like a seasoned veteran, or even just a couple years in, and you have some questions, you want some answers, uh, in the description, there will be a survey. I shared this in the intro of this podcast segment. Um, if there's two questions you can fill out of like what business you're in or which one you want to start. And then the second is the, what's the biggest struggle? Because I'll be making episodes that are directly answering some of the questions that are given there. And so I appreciate you very much if you are willing to do that. And that supports me in supporting you. So with that said, my friend, I hope you have an amazing day and I'll talk with you on another episode.